0: welcome to dunzo this is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends both real and fake and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear i'm your host troy mckity how are you oh
1: my wait you can hear me right yeah can you hear me yes I'm amazing how are you
0: I'm good oh my god I miss the sound of your voice I feel like I haven't taught I haven't heard your voice in forever
1: Troy I really feel like since I stopped having my own podcast I've sort of just like fallen into obscurity and I kind of feel like chic about it but I do miss you a lot
0: no I'm actually that's like that's the dream like literally (laughs) I don't know if that's like i think that if i did that right now because i've leaned so much into all the worst cliches with the pandemic (laughs) but like i think that would be like the end for me like i would truly become mel and just like live in the (laughs) woods
1: honestly i'm like i'm like uh like a heartbeat away from from going to a place of now
0: yeah just having like your own language that's like a woods language
1: a thousand percent, and just, like, bonding <laughs> with, like, woodland creatures. I mean, I haven't seen Nell, but doesn't she do that?
0: <laughs> well, she she basically is feral. She's a feral human, and she, oh. like, her language is just moans and groans because it's, like, just her. Right on. <laughs> it's me. on. It's me by Friday. <laughs> okay, now will go off. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> So to all three of you listening right now so far, hi. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited about this. So this is obviously just going to be super chill. And I just thought it would be fun because I know that you love a romantic comedy. And I love romantic comedy. And I think what romantic comedies you gravitate towards actually tells a lot about you as a person. Like, I just think everybody has, like, a romantic comedy queen that they yeah, relate to love like have had had a crush on whatever so um
1: can I ask you is that is this like a first date question for you where you're like what's your favorite rom-com
0: it's like it's up there yeah it's up there it it's is, important um, data it is important data and sometimes the answers can be so shocking but like usually in a good way because it's a it's romantic comedies you know what I mean it's interesting right. no matter what
1: if you're like, what's your favorite rom-com? And someone's like, failure to launch, she would be like, okay, I don't know if it's going to work out.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have, do you have like a definitive, this is the one that I always watch when I was yes. younger movie?
1: Throughout my whole life, it has been my best friend's wedding. I think it's the perfect movie.
0: Really? Okay. What, what made yes. you like gravitate towards that when you were younger?
1: My mom always liked it, and my Aunt Karen, who was, like, my coolest aunt, always really liked it, and I feel like it was just, like, something... I really feel like my parents, like, took my sister and I to see it in the theater. I think it was one of those nights where they wanted... My mom probably wanted to see it, and they couldn't get a sitter, so, like, I feel like I saw it in the theater and was like, this is boring, because it's not a cartoon, because I was, like, very young when that came out. Right. Um, but, But then I kind of feel like it would always, like, be on, like, in our house, and then once it was on the TV, it was always sort of, like, the, like sunday movie that was on like e and my mom would be like making dinner and like my best friend's wedding would be on that or like abc family um r.i.p abc family and so i just kind of feel like it was always around and it just became this like comfort movie for me and i've always fancied myself a jewels and i'm I, i'm not proud but i that's how i feel
0: were you when you were younger did you know that you wanted to act you did right you always knew always knew so did romantic comedies, like, did that movie have a big impact on you wanting to become an actress?
1: Yes, to this day. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I did this, like, three days ago. I'll listen to the score from My Best Friend's Wedding. And when you get to the part where Jules in the movie is chasing after Michael, and it's like, da 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 um, I will never look like that in a crop top, and I just feel like I have to say that, but I literally, like, daydream about playing jewels in the remake, and I've already, like, aged out of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> literally. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going to be 30 uh, in July.
0: <laughs> I love that, though. Ironically, mine is also a Julia movie.
1: <laughs> which one?
0: My romantic comedy is Pretty Woman, which I guess is kind of oh. cleanstay, but...
1: One of the first things I found out about you is that you love the song Wild Women Do. Oh, right. Pretty yeah. Woman. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Pretty Woman had a huge impact on me as a kid. Like,
2: mm-hmm. because
0: when I was little, when I was really young, we didn't have cable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we would, like, record a lot of movies, like, on like cassette tape and like on dvd
1: yes and
0: uh so then we would just like watch these like hbo recordings of movies all the time oh. and uh, pretty woman was one that we own and i i mean i literally watched it probably i probably at a certain point in my life when i was really young i probably did watch it every day i won't even lie to you about that i probably once a day watched pretty woman
1: Oh my gosh, that's how I was with like Stand by Me. I watched it four times in one day once, and it was because I thought River Phoenix was like it, but that's neither here nor <laughs> there. Um uh, Pretty Woman is fucking great. And but okay, but here's how I feel about it, and this is like maybe a fucked up thing to say. I like the I like the parts where she's like rich. Like I like it when I get the most excited when she gets to the hotel and like things with what's his name start happening. Not Richard oh, totally. Gere, but what's uh what's the character's name?
0: Um uh Edward.
1: Look, Edward, no hands, no hands. <laughs> Wait, how do you feel that Brittany also loves Pretty Woman? Like, does that make you feel that much closer to her?
0: It does, because I can, like, picture the part, the parts of the movie that Brittany would, like, belly laugh at. Like, I just Yes. Know. I just do you think, know.
1: Do you think Brittany loves the bathtub scene?
0: She loves the bathtub scene. <laughs> she thinks that the sex and the piano scene is, like, extremely erotic. Yes. When, when Julia, ro- like, sits romantic. on the keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she <laughs> fucking, like, keels over and, like, just fucking honky-tonk laughs when Julia uh, says that she almost peed her pants at the opera. Oh, yeah. Brittany loves that scene, for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, this is why I say that you're, like, not just a Britney fan, like, you're a Britney whisperer. Like, you fucking know.
0: I'm her conscience.
1: Yeah, you're, like, telepathic with her.
0: i wrote down some um i wrote down a list in my notes app of classic romantic comedy girls great and i just want to know like your general thoughts on like because obviously we've established we're both julia girls she's perfect (laughs) she's the one for me um but i know like and also by the way anybody who's listening like feel free to join in this conversation because i think This is so interesting. I love seeing who people's romantic comedy girl is. So obviously we have Reese, of course. Duh. Duh. Kate Hudson, of course. Okay,
1: but can I say something, though, in the realm of Kate Hudson? Another girl that I didn't name who is my rom-com girl is Katherine Hahn, my queen.
0: Mm. um okay katherine
1: han in how to lose a guy in 10 days like that is my dream role like that is the role that like i want to play so badly like the friend who's like kind of a mess but like is stunning even though the audience is supposed to accept her as like homely and it's like she's literally not (laughs) she's gorgeous and perfect and her comedic timing is second to none and like i just need to say that katherine han is also low-key a rom-com girl to me
0: you know, it's so fun that, like, women like Catherine Hahn, like, the girls who back in the day would have been considered always just, like, the funny, quirky... Judy Greer! Character. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah, totally, the Judy Greer. It's so fun that now, like, we all have an understanding that that's the GOAT. Like, that girl is the yes. movie always.
1: Like, it is their time. And, like, I'm sorry I've said this on, like, 10 different platforms by now. But, like, I'm just really sick of people being like, it's the han It's like, oh, my God, we love Catherine Han. And, like, it honestly, like, like, infuriates it makes them like, where the fuck have you been? Like, exactly. she has been iconic since 1998. And I don't know why the fuck you were sleeping on Catherine Han. But, like, that's between you and your therapist. And, like, take it off of Twitter. I can't even hear it.
0: I 1,000% agree with that. I had that moment with Tony Collette. Yes! I was like, um, excuse me? Like, did you not watch United States of Terror? She played eight characters on the same show. Troy,
1: in The Sixth Sense, she is 26 years old playing that role.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Like, the mom in The Sixth Sense, like, she is weathered. Like, she has seen some shit. That scene in The Sixth Sense, but she's like, I'm tired. I'm tired of my heart. Did you take the bumblebee pendant?
0: Yeah. It, yes. <laughs> you yes. know,
1: like she's fucking exhausted. And I'm like, that is a 26-year-old woman. And like mentally and emotionally, she's like 59.
0: She's fucking amazing. <laughs> hereditary. It's like yeah, I fucking saw hereditary because I see everything <laughs> she's in.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw it. Don't ever at least like hate it. people. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, I think Kate is like really has Kate. is like top tier. Magnetic, um, totally magnetic, made for a rom com. Honestly, like, is yes, just built for it. Um, I love her
1: laugh; she's the cutest laugh.
0: Yeah, she inherited all of the quirkiest, most charming shit from her mom.
1: Yes,
0: like the greatest qualities. Literally. Um, there's obviously Sandra, of course, Doy.
1: Oh my god, Sandra, my babe! I've really been having a hankering to rewatch Miss Congeniality lately.
0: You know, you can always guarantee with Sandra that there's going to be some really good stuttery comedy, which I love. (laughs) Uh. I I love stuttery comedic women. Like, that Diane Keaton. You know, I love me some Diane Keaton. Duh. Like, I love stuttery jokes. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: It's It's so specific. I know
0: there's of course Drew
1: oh my god dude, ben. <laughs> <I'm not saying laughs> that. there is a movie that she did with uh, Justin Long called Going the Distance that I think is so underrated
0: oh yeah I haven't seen that in years but I remember really liking it
1: because they're both just so cute and they have so much fun uh, together and Justin Long is one of my celebrity crushes and I'm obsessed with his Instagram
0: yeah he's so cute and yeah so she, cute. They, they do have really they, they dated right Yes,
1: I think for like a while, like for a few years.
0: Well, there's of course Drew, and then we go down to Jennifer Lopez. What are your thoughts on Jennifer's rom-coms?
1: Wedding Planner, well, some of those lines do not hold up. Some of the lines in that movie are very problematic, but uh, love The Wedding Planner. I also, sorry to like go on a tangent, because I know we're talking about like rom-com queens, but like Matthew McConaughey and The Wedding Planner is so delicious. Like, I just fucking love him in that movie um and yeah J-Lo is everything always
0: well Matthew McConaughey is a rom-com queen though
1: you're right
0: so that's like kind of on point yeah I mean he's the queen of the rom-com honestly
1: and like I feel like J-Lo too just brings like she just a she's just like fucking stunning and Mm -hmm. b like she just brings such like heart to like every role she does like you know like like made in Manhattan also like I just think you're rooting for her even though she's like doing fucked up shit in that movie and like stealing what's her name's clothes but you're like yes like wear that cream jacket and just like pretend you're a rich person like fucking do it like I just think she has a really beautiful like vulnerability and like openness to her as an actor and as a rom-com queen
0: I agree with that I love um monster-in-law ah
1: Troy I'm so sorry (laughs) I like had I had one beer and it like really hit me um (laughs) I, like, we do not talk about this movie enough, but I do remember, I will tell you this, what year did that come out? Like, 2005 or something?
0: something I would like
1: say that. so. I remember watching it at a sleepover, and my friend Jessica, who, like, would, like, low-key always say bitchy things to me, but, like, I was like a, I'm just kidding kind of thing. Right. I remember we were watching that movie and she goes she looks at Jane Fonda and she goes that's gonna be you one day and I remember being like <sighs> thank you Jessica I took yeah. like the biggest compliment in the world I was like oh you mean like a bad bitch with like a literal estate and like her own show who like looks hot as fuck at the age of like 65 like yeah that will be me Jessica
0: <laughs> right who is physically exuding comedic excellence at all times? Literally,
1: or, the part where she's like, "Oh, I don't drink from the tap." I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, Jane." <laughs> <laughs> she's a temp, and,
0: I, and she like dons her iconic like Lisa Renna wig, like her flip yes. up bob, the whole time, which I love. I love her in that look.
1: Yes, and she keeps calling J Lo a temp.
0: Right,
1: <laughs> and like just the like the subtext under the word temp is like the way she plays it is so amazing
0: <laughs> she's so good yeah uh, so good JLo iconic of course Julia Meg Ryan I mean I think Julia uh, and Meg are sort of in the same
1: stratosphere.
0: Like, yeah right
1: yes I literally was thinking about you've got mail today
0: because I read this uh, I read this article before we started recording about how um, throughout like each decade the rom-coms change and mm-hmm. like they change depending on like what girl adds her twist to it and like kind of changes the genre mm-hmm. and they talked about how in the 80s like all of the rom-com girls were like uh, like Molly Ringwald was like the rom-com girl mm-hmm. and she was like really flawed and like almost like an anti-hero like she was poor and she was insecure and she had like real like not certain in in comparison to where it got in the early 2000s like she was such like a deep character you know yeah yeah and then in the 90s it was julia and meg and they were like like you know the cutest just like the cutest and like also like the girls who like they had everything working against them kind of thing like they're like they invented the trope of being like clumsy and tripping over things and like
2: And then like
1: giggling, like like, giggling while they do it. So it's really endearing. And I feel like Meg Ryan was like the type A version of that. Whereas Julia was always like the rough around the edges version of that. Even in like Mystic Pizza, like I love, I, again, a role that I would, that I've aged out of that I would love to play. um, Her role in Mystic Pizza where it's like, she's hot and good at pool and like rough around the edges, but has this like big heart and just like so much like vulnerability, just like pouring out of her and i just think yeah meg and julia both did that brilliantly in the
0: 90s right and then it became another person on the list that i kept reading about julia styles no (laughs) she is a romantic she is considered a romantic comedy queen they they call her
1: that like upsets me i literally was like talking to my friend taylor last night and i out of nowhere like nothing prompted it. i was just like i don't like julia styles's face and it's not that I don't think she's pretty. Like, that's not what it's about. She irritates me. Like, something about her, like, viscerally irritates me. And I can't explain it. And I honestly blame the movie Save the Last Dance because I just think she was so annoying in that movie.
0: You know, the, I will say that there's something about her that doesn't, like, translate on camera. Like it's just, She's just dull. Yeah. She's really flat. You're right.
1: And, like, I'm sorry, like, 10 Things I Hate About You, like, perfect movie, but, like, without Heath Ledger as her scene partner, like, that would not have been good. Like, it wouldn't have been the same. We're rooting for them because of Heath and, like, all the nuance he brought to Patrick, and I will stand by that 100%.
0: Yeah, and I will say that that's my least favorite. I mean, I love that movie, but that's my least favorite kind of, like, the kind of uh, romantic comedy lead that she introduced, I hate. Like, the dopey, nobody understands me the limby I'm, bogs y- right like i would never be invited to that party why are mm-hmm. you guys even talking to me like it's like the woe is me lead is so annoying
1: so annoying and i will say like sorry but like hearkening back to molly ringwald like i think something she did really well i always think about that scene in uh pretty in pink where she's like i don't want to go home well i don't want to go out either and andrew McCarthy's like you don't want to go home. You don't want to go out. Like, what do you want to do, Andy? Like, <laughs> what do you want to do? And she's like, uh, uh, I, uh, see where I live!" It this, like, dramatic moment that I clearly always make fun of. But I will say, like, even even when she was in those like preppy kid situations where she's clearly like uncomfortable and you know out of her league in a way, there was still like an earnestness to her where, like, right. she didn't play the "woe is me" trope. I don't think the same way that Julia Styles did
0: yeah julia's is just so like it's She's just heavy
1: so,
0: yeah it's heavy and like uh, i don't know it's not fun to watch to me like i really no. don't enjoy watching her no um who else is there i'm looking at my list oh of course uh, jennifer aniston what do you think about jennifer's jennifer aniston's movies
1: Oh, my gosh. I, okay, there are a lot that I, like, haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen, like, Just Go With It. Wasn't that a movie she did? Or like It is. She's done a lot of, like, bad rom-coms. But I will say, I think that she, I mean, she's just adorable. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that's not a hot take. Like, everyone loves Jennifer Aniston. But I will say, like, the movie The Breakup, I think, is so underrated. And uh, in that movie, she does that monologue when he, like, doesn't show <laughs> up at the concert. And she mm. like is like crying to Gary to Vince Vaughn about how he didn't show up, and I just think like after that movie, I was like, oh, she's like a rom com queen.
0: Yeah, I do think that the breakup is like one of the best. Like it's really it's great. Yeah, it's canon for sure. Like it because yes. it it does all the things that you don't expect it will do. And mm-hmm. around the time that that movie came out, it was just so many <clears throat> like cliche like thanks to her, thanks to Jennifer Aniston actually. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back, like, cheesy, poorly written, yes, surface, just so, such, like, vapid bullshit romantic comedies.
1: Oh, my God, right? I also love her in Picture Perfect. I think she's so fucking cute in that movie. Oh,
0: yeah. I was talking about Picture Perfect.
1: It's not that good, but, like, she's in it, and, like, I always want to think that Kevin Bacon's attractive in it, and I just, like, don't, but she's great in it. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> do you want to listen us do some calls yes okay
2: i find anything directed by nancy myers just like so comforting oh. um and especially uh because she worked with meryl streep and she worked with um diane keaton uh and something's gotta give all those movies are just great okay <laughs> all right brilliant well, okay are, are you in- You've ignited us
1: I mean Nancy Myers is like I'm hot for Nancy Myers. Okay, yeah. I fucking love her. <laughs> like I literally like sometimes I'll think like okay, if my boyfriend were to like decide that I'm too much and dump me, would I decorate my apartment like, you know, like an 80s like porn palace, like very much like Lady Gaga in American Horror Story Hotel or would it be like an a hybrid of like Iris's cottage in The Holiday and then like Meg Ryan's apartment and You've Got Mail?
0: It would be that for sure.
1: And like I think that's what it would need to be. And like again, I'm not manifesting this. I hope it doesn't happen, but I am like, what would my like single girl in my 30s vibe be like? And it's always through like a Nancy Myers lens.
0: I think comforting is the greatest term to use. Like she's so good at making films that feel like lived in, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes, it's like like i don't know like they, they have a soul like they just feel i don't know so like realistic
1: yes it's like it's like her movies like watching her movie feels like the houses her movies take place and where it's like they've been here forever You a movie that she made in 2006 could feel like it was made last year like they have a timelessness yeah. and a comforting quality to them that just makes them like the perfect like sick day movie hangover movie like night in movie like they're just movies a movie for all seasons like they're just the best
0: you're so right about that
1: what's your favorite nancy myers would you say
0: oh for sure something's got to give for sure Mm,
1: that's my sister's fave what's yours um maybe this is like a hot take but like i'm in it's complicated girl
0: oh it's complicated is great
1: It's so good. I just, it it has everything I like like a bakery and like vibey, like Santa Barbara, like drone shots and like pretty, like Spanish style houses and like a kitchen renovation, like floor plans, like architecture, all the things I like.
2: Lake (laughs) Bell.
0: I love Nancy Myers too because she understands, like, she is somebody who appreciates the talents of like an older actor or actress Mm -hmm. and really really loves to just like shine the most beautiful light on them like she the way that she directed Diane Keaton in Something's Gotta Give is like Uh. obviously she's just like a fan of hers because she understands all of her quirks all of the things that make her funny like all of you know the even like the wardrobe like her incorporating Diane Keaton's weird quirks into her wardrobe in that movie like just adds so much like it's just so thoughtful
1: yeah she really does have a way of celebrating women in general and especially women of a certain age because I think so many for so long in Hollywood it was sort of like after a certain age women just like die off and you don't hear stories about them Mm -hmm. anymore you just don't see them in movies anymore and Nancy really broke through that. And I also think, I mean, I think what she did with The Parent Trap was brilliant. I fucking love that movie. Like, specifically the moment where Natasha Richardson, like, sees Hallie as Annie for the first time, and she's like, you're back! And they hug on the stairs. It's like, if you're not crying in that moment, like, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, I also want to ask you about your thoughts on a Cameron Diaz romantic comedy. Somebody that I miss with my entire spirit.
1: I miss her so much. The sweetest thing is one of my favorites.
0: It is the sweetest so thing good. is like everybody should own that. Like it's just like you should you have to own it.
1: I had the VHS from Blockbuster previewed. <laughs> I think I got it for like $8.99 in the previewed bin um on VHS. And it was like my go-to, just like, oh, I don't know what to watch. I'll just watch the sweetest thing from like seventh grade until like 12th grade.
0: I miss Cameron Diaz so fucking much like i miss her so much i cannot believe that like i can't believe we live in a world where cameron diaz is no longer an actress it's so wild to me
1: it's really sad it's like can her and britney just come back at the same time i don't honestly know if i could take it but like that's what i need right
2: (laughs) i know know, i'm sorry Sorry, you go
1: (laughs) well I was just gonna say her and Christina Applegate's chemistry in that movie is just like just jumps out of the tv like it's unbelievable
0: it's so good I just like Mm -hmm. miss her brand of like quirkiness like her giggly goofy like truly like the definition of like cool girl but like the actual cool girl not the cool girl not the Kelly Ben Simone cool girl yes like the real one you know
1: Yes, like she is that bitch. Like she doesn't have to try. Like she's just like giggling in like little boys underwear in Charlie's Angels, like right. in NBD. And it's that's just like her journey. Fun fact, I remember in sixth grade, like after Charlie's Angels came out, everyone started wearing like little boys underwear, like school. <laughs> And, like, in, like, sixth grade gym class, it was, like, the first gym class I had where we had to, like, wear uniforms and, like, change. And, like, it was the cool thing to have boys' underwear on. And I remember (laughs) telling my mom, like, I need boys' underwear. But, like, because I was, like, kind of chubby, I just stretched out whatever pattern was on it. And, like, I did not look like Cameron Diaz, needless to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, going with my friend to buy those because that was definitely a thing. And her being, like, these are, like, $3. I was, like, yeah, I know. Their <laughs> little boys underwear and they're five to a pack. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, ooh, we have another call. Let's listen to this one.
2: Ooh. Whatever happened to the girl next door chick?
1: <gasps> Where'd she go? Oh my gosh. Elisa, Alicia Cuthbert? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. That movie was like revelatory I think for a lot of people in our <clears age> group.
0: <throat> that was a big... That movie was huge when it came out big deal yeah yeah
1: Yeah, i remember in eighth grade there was this like one friend of mine who she would have people over like every friday and um her mom would just like let us watch that movie like in like the living room with like a bunch of pubescent boys with us and i remember thinking like whoa that's like really edgy of her mom and we would watch (laughs) it like every weekend and it was like the unrated dvd version and it was like so scandalous
0: Right, and you're, like, this is obviously just making all of us horny. It's, like, crazy that you just, like, let us do this.
1: It was really crazy. Honestly, looking back, I'm, like, okay, inappropriate. But, like, I also remember just thinking that uh, Alicia Cuthbert was, like, the coolest. And then I remember when House of Wax came out and, like, she wasn't the hot one and Paris was the hot one. I remember just being, like, deeply confused where it's, like, wait a minute. Like, you dye her hair brown and suddenly we're supposed to accept that she's not the hot one and Paris is. Like, I don't subscribe to this
0: i know it's such like she wears glasses energy yeah, like, but now yeah. they're off
2: yeah,
0: <sighs> <exactly>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um let me see i'm gonna go through my list again okay so we talked about cameron oh okay hello what do you think about a sarah jessica parker romantic comedy because i live I,
1: mean, I already shit on failure to launch um but <laughs> um does the family stone count as a romantic comedy
0: It does. That's actually why I asked you to be honest.
1: Because you know that I ride harder than probably anyone for The Family Stone. And I know that's a bold statement, but like I am eerily obsessed with that movie. Um, But yeah, I think SJP is definitely a rom com queen. I think, like, I think Failure to Launch was a shitty character, if I'm being honest. Like, her whole job is to just be like, Trip, like that entire right. movie, she just says Trip's name every other word. Um, and also like who names their kid Trip, but like no shade. Um, but right. I do think I do think in the Family Stone, um, and in girls just want to have fun. I'm going to throw that in there as a rom com, oh, yeah. That she finds just like really um amazing, just like uh texture in these rom com characters, unlike anybody else.
0: Did you? This is completely random and like out like left field. <coughs> Did you grow up watching Love and um, Love and Basketball?
1: No, and I need to.
0: So, like, when I was younger, I like refused to watch that movie because I had a real strong stance against you know sports films.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably why I never saw it.
0: <laughs> I was like, I will not, and like, it's it's a movie that so many men love. It's most mm-hmm. men's favorite. Rom com. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm not going to like it. Like, I just, it has everything working against it. Basketball, straight men love it. It's out for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: when I got a little bit older, I finally watched it and I was like, a blubbering, sobbing Hannah, it is so not at all what you think it would be.
1: Okay. But is it sad? Because I also always felt like it was going to be like low key sad.
0: It's not sad. Sad. Does someone die? yeah, it's not sad like that. It's okay. sad more so, like, it's just so, like, emotional. Like, it's just so emotionally intense. Okay. And, like, <clears throat> the characters have so much chemistry and they're so... Like, you really believe that it's real. So it's, like, sad like that, kind of, uh, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And it's more so, like, the sports element of it and the thing that makes it so fun and, like, so cool as a romantic comedy is that it's about, like... Like, the underlying theme of that movie is about like she's a she plays women's basketball and he plays men's basketball and like everything that they go through parallels each other but it's like so much easier for him always (laughs) like Uh... everything is always easier for him and like she has such a harder go at it simply because Mm -hmm. she plays women's basketball and they're like competitive since they're kids and it's just you gotta like Watch it as soon as you possibly can. It will become one of your favorite movies of all time.
1: Okay, I'm not kidding. That's going to be like my Saturday morning snuggle movie tomorrow.
0: Yeah, like everything people say about it, all of it's true. It's so fucking okay.
1: good. Okay, I'm honestly really excited to like be late to the party because then I can talk about it with anyone. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? like, hey, have yeah. you seen Love and Basketball, let's talk about it. I'll chat yeah, to everybody you, will be you, like, you know yes. that. Yes, yeah. girl where have you been
0: (laughs) like um i saw it when i was nine
1: (laughs) Um, yeah for me it was always like dance movies yes sports movies absolutely not
0: oh you couldn't pay me same you couldn't pay me you couldn't trick me like i like i
1: haven't seen mighty ducks i'm like why would i see that
0: no i've no i know exactly well i have seen that and it's exactly what you think it'll be every single moment of it is exactly what you think it will be
1: and like, I'm sorry to be this person, but it's like the only sports movies that I've seen are like when I thought the guys in it were hot. So like, when I was little, I loved *The Sandlot* because I loved Benny the Jet. I thought he was so hot, and like, right. I liked. And like, this is like kind of weird, but I liked Rudy because I thought that like Sean Astin was hot in that.
0: Listen, I get it. I you get know? it. Did you? Were you like a what's that show called? The 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 football show everybody loves.
1: Friday Night Lights. Never seen it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs>
0: people hate that though hate They're and they like, always say well, no you don't get it it's not yeah, fo- it's, it's so not about good. football and i'm like oh i God. just can't it's like it's so football-y i can tell
1: it's like i literally can tell from like the poster and also like i saw the movie of friday night lights and i remember thinking like this is too sports heavy and like it's like it's not like remember the titans where it's like the sports is secondary and you're like really just right. rooting for all the characters it was like friday night lights was like a football movie and i was like this is boring
0: yeah like Friday Night Lights is a good example or like like Varsity Blues like that's about as far as I can go yeah yeah yeah. I don't want your life (laughs) (laughs) um what other romantic comedies aside from because I knew first of all can I just ask you what yeah like what it is about the family stone why who what when (laughs) where and what had happened
1: Oh my gosh, so I remember seeing it in the theater in high school and it was one of those movies, kind of like, literally stepmom adjacent, where the trailer was like, this is going to be a family comedy. And I thought, and we were like, like, what the fuck? That was so sad. And I really think I just learned to love it more the older I got because I just really liked a lot of the actors in it. Rachel McAdams Mm -hmm. as Amy is like me, so like, I think just that narcissistic side of me is like, I'm such an Amy, and so I like it for that reason. I think the house in it is beautiful. Like, visually, I just love, like, the clutter and how, like, cozy that house is. I love Diane Keaton. I love Craig T. Nelson. I love what SJP does with it. Like, I I love an ensemble movie in general. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, like, sorry to bring down the mood but like losing my mom young like I just think it's kind of something that we don't really talk about in enough Christmas movies of like just those gaps you feel at Christmas when you're not with the people you love or like that first Christmas after you lose someone and it's such a visceral feeling that I just now I just told that movie in such high regard because I'm like oh my god like someone wrote a movie who like gets it and so it's just very comforting to me now but it is one of those movies where like when I say I want to watch it my friends will kind of be like are you okay? And I'm like, I fucking want to watch it, okay? Just, like, get off my dick.
0: Yeah, like, I want to feel <laughs> it. Let me feel it.
1: Yeah, let me feel it. Come on.
0: <clears throat> no, I get that. And it's a lot. There's a lot of, um. I love, like, physically funny women. Like, Ugh. I just, I love a woman who can do physical comedy. Like, there's just nothing, there's nothing more funny than watching Diane Kate Keaton hit a linebacker. Like,
1: Come on!
0: I mean, can you imagine what her take, her cutting room floor takes look like? The ones that they don't use. Like, like, it's just oh, she's so good
1: in the movie because I said so. Like the level of physical comedy that Diane Keaton did was out of hand. Like it was unhinged. Oh my god!
0: Oh my Low god. key, I
1: love that movie. And again, it's not good. Like that's a bad movie. Um, it does have our queen Mandy in it, but because I said so, is such a comfort food movie to me too. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. By the way, I like have a cough, and it's from the fact that I never stop talking. That's dark hair. Yeah, Uh, it's like I've like today I've been talking for ten straight hours. I haven't talked. No,
1: Troy, absolutely not.
0: Dead serious. Um, Ah. but no, yeah, and also her her physical comedy. I know it's like cliche to bring this movie up and you talk about her, but like her physical comedy in First Wives Club, like as a kid uh, had such a crazy impact on me. Yes. Like I just because I learned what physical comedy was by watching that movie so much. Not yes. by like watching Jim Carrey or anything. It was like watching Diane Keaton. Like oh my Say God. It. Just,
1: yeah. Speak you know it. what I mean? Yes. Honestly, even down to the way that like Diane Keaton like shakes her head when she's mad and the way her hair moves. Like oh, is hilarious. But it's hilarious. When she's like a- <laughs> one and like her hair her like bangs move like they flutter it's yes. fucking hilarious
0: and when she does those random oh ah!
1: <laughs> yeah oh my god that monologue she does in like baby boom about how she wants like water that's not brown or whatever she's like ranting about oh and she just loses it jake my boyfriend like actually like is very annoyed by diane keaton he's like oh she does the same thing all the time and i'm like you bite your tongue
0: sir yeah, some people do the same thing all the time because they're so fucking good at it. It's because we Happy love Buggy.
1: it. Come on, <laughs> wait. You know what rom com I hate? That like it, I think it's like comically bad. Raising me Helen. Me.
0: I don't know if I've ever seen Raising Helen.
1: Troy, when I tell you, I remember like after my parents got divorced, like the only thing my dad knew to do with my sister and I on the weekends was just like take us to a movie to like kill time. And every now and then he would actually let us pick the movie. Normally he would just drag us to whatever boring movie he wanted to see. And I remember that weekend my sister and I were like, Raising Alan! Like, we want to see it. And it was like, I remember we left and we were like, Dad, we're really sorry. Like, that was a really bad movie. And my dad was like, Oh, thank God. At least, like, we're all on the same page this time.
0: This is like one of those movies that I can just.
1: Oh, no. Wait, it's reconnecting. Did my internet get fucked up?
2: Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry least... what
1: would you say? Yeah, I lost you first. Okay.
0: Um, <clears throat> I said that that's one of those movies that I can tell just from the cover art is bad. Like, you can just kind of look at it. It's like, it just looks oh bad.
1: God. She's, like, in her Uggs, which was just, like, so of the moment in, like, a little short <laughs> set. Like, get out of here.
0: <laughs> She's like, look at my little Uggs. They're rolled yeah, down. Like... <laughs>
1: With my curly hair. Like, that was when, like, after How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, they're like, we're going to let Kate wear her hair curly in this movie. It's going to be wild. And she's in her, like, yeah. cute, like, bohemian, like, curly hair with her, like, uggs, just being, like, a cool bohemian girl in New York City. Right. <laughs> Speaking of cool <laughs> bohemian girls in New York City, can we take a minute to talk about Brittany Murphy's performance in Uptown Girls?
0: Oh, my God. Ah. Uh, Fuck. Also, th- I mean, honestly... Dakota Fanning is also just so crazy like as a kid Uh, Dakota Fanning there is no child actor that made me hysterically cry more than Dakota Fanning oh my god
1: her heart was just like open like you were just watching a child experience things for the first time in these movies in such a way that just like breaks your fucking heart
0: have you ever seen Man on Fire?
1: no and have you seen I Am Sam? because I have not
0: Oh, absolutely
1: I've never seen it. Isn't that fucked
0: up? If you, listen, I don't know about you, but there are some days where I truly am like, I want to sob. Like, I want to watch a movie that makes me cry so hard that my stomach hurts. Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh-huh. Man on Fire is truly, I've never had a crying experience in a movie ever. Until this day. No movie makes me cry like that. Like, I don't even like to watch it around people because it's like ugly cry.
1: I love like an ugly cry movie moment alone, especially when you're like a little bit drunk, like you're a little wine uh, drunk, and you're just like crying to the point where your face is just like puffy and swollen, and you're like, uh, <laughs> you're,
2: like Yeah, Kim
1: Kardashian, like, or no, like Sarah Paulson crying, where you're like, uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: Let's play. We have That's three calls, feeling. let's play these calls. Oh
2: my god. Just wanted to say hey and that I love you both. Hannah, I'm listening to um, your Gossip Girl rewatch podcast. It's fucking oh incredible. And Troy, the Blackout Brittany episode was the highlight of my fucking week. Oh, yay. Julia. Thank
1: you. Julia. Thank you. Julia
2: Guglia. Speaking thank of rom-com so
1: queens.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Fun. Thanks for listening to the Blackout episode.
1: Oh, my God. I still need to get to that, Troy. It's my—it's going to be my walk soundtrack for tomorrow.
0: <laughs> it was fun. It was really, really fun, honestly. You'll like it.
1: You know I could listen to you talk about Britney, like, literally until the end of time, time, time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've really pushed it this month. The Aries really jumped out this month, and I said, you know what I want to talk about for 30 straight days? Britney Jean Spears.
1: It's your birthday gift to yourself. By the way, what are your birthday plans? Happy almost birthday!
0: Thanks! Um, well, I get my first dose the day <gasps> of my birthday, which I think is crazy. Oh
1: which one I are know? you getting?
0: Um, uh, I can't think of, what's the one with the P? Pfizer. For, yeah, this is literally what I... That's my job, by the way. I say that word literally <laughs> probably <laughs> over a thousand times a day. Oh, my but,
1: gosh.
0: Um, well, Mazel tov. Thank you. And, yeah, and then I'm just going to get drunk after.
1: Oh, I wish I was there, but someday we'll be together in person. I
0: know. Well, I can't believe I'm <laughs> so old. I feel, like, very, very ancient.
1: Yeah, how do you feel to be turning <laughs> 21?
0: <laughs> I'm just excited <laughs> to be able to go to the bars and buy my own beer or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and have, have usual wines as a sponsor Because you have right. be legal drinking age <laughs>
0: right. It's a full glass per bottle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Let's play another call
2: Hey I got here late so I don't know if you already Talked about this but Can you rate your favorite Drew Barrymore rom-coms
1: Ooh. Thank you
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: Chloe I love that
0: Yeah. Wait, Chloe, am I following you? Let me check. I'm following you now. Uh, Okay. Well, all right. Oh my God. There's so many. (sighs) My favorite Drew Barrymore rom com is Never Been Kissed, for sure.
1: Same. Same. Can we just take, I'm sorry to go on a tangent, but can we take a minute to just talk about at the end when he doesn't show up on time and the look on her face? Thinking he's not going to show up, it's like so perfectly played. And then when the Beach Boys kicks in and he, Michael Vartan, runs onto the field, like perfect.
0: It's so perfect. It's so iconic. Like, yeah, that scene is just such iconic. You know, I mean, it just really like set the set the bar for like that generation of rom coms. Like she really had oh. such a huge impact on like what the late '90s, early 2000s rom com looked yes. like
1: and it's beautifully shot and also I'm sorry like I want to play the Molly Shannon role in that movie. Like I just want to be the funny totally. like slutty work friend. Like that's all I want. Always. Um okay, ranking now. Let's get back. Sorry.
2: Let's get back. To it. <laughs> all right.
0: Okay, god, there's so many. Cuz there's those and then I'm not I'm going to be honest. I'm not a... Oh wait, The Wedding Singer. Oh.
1: Never seen it all the way through. Sorry guys. I have to get on that.
0: Um it's you know, it's good. I think it's a little it's one of those where I'm like, all right, guys, calm down. <laughs> you that's know what I mean? Calm down. I think
1: that's why I've never really watched it, because, like, aesthetically, it just seems so stylized that it's, like, borderline irritating. Right. Like, I have to be in the mood for something like that. It's almost to me, like, so I married an axe murderer. Like, when I'm in the mood for that movie, I think it's the funniest movie ever. But then other times, I'm just like, shut up. Like, I can't.
0: I know. I totally get that. Yeah. Fuck, she's in so many. Are you ready for this?
1: Yeah. Oh, barely. my
0: God. Okay, Never Been Kissed, The Wedding Singer fever pitch home fries
1: oh my
0: god 51st dates music and lyrics
1: oh my god
0: my date with drew riding in cars with boys mad oh, mad love that's my favorite i've never favorite.
1: seen that i've never seen that
0: okay so mad love is peak 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 manic pixie dream girl drew 90s it's like 94 oh. 95 <clears throat> so it's like flower power, like um, dandelion in the hair, very yes. lispy, no bra. I'm gonna stand on the on David Letterman's table, Drew. It's that Drew. Yeah. And in Mad Love, she's no mind you. This is the '90s, so the way that it's handled is psychotic. But in Mad Love, she is um, a like young girl that has bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. And she has really wealthy, like, rich parents. And she meets a guy and, like, he falls in love with her during, like, a peak um, manic episode.
1: <gasps>
0: oh, my God. So it's, like, yeah. that
1: episode of Modern Love with Anna Hathaway, but, like, before it ever happened. <laughs>
0: right, right. <laughs> yeah, and she, like, just basically puts him through hell and he, like, loves her and that's why it's called Mad Love. Um, I'm sure I haven't watched it in a long time, and I'm sure it's extremely politically incorrect now because it's about bipolar disorder in '95, which was fucking psychotic. But oh, uh, it's great.
1: Oh my god, I'll have to check that one out.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of these, and some of them are absolutely dreadful. He's just not that into terrible.
1: Oh my god, that movie! I remember when, like, seeing the trailer for the first time. Like, any of those? Like, was that a Gary Marshall movie, or was it just in the same? It was around the same time that he was doing, like, Valentine's Day and stuff. But all right. these, like, all those, like, ensemble movies, I remember, like, seeing the trailers come out when I was in, like, high school and, like, early college and being, like, insulted that, like, I wasn't asked. Where it's like, okay, well, clearly right. everyone who's anyone was asked. And no one contacted me in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, to ask me to be in this <laughs> movie. And then I remember seeing them having such high hopes because they just got everyone who was <laughs> relevant, and they were all bad.
0: That's how I always feel when I see – um Jessica Alba and Jessica Beale kikiing at the Oscars. Uh, I'm like, uh oh Can I come then?
1: Yeah, literally. It's like clearly you're letting anyone come. I have to tell you, there was one job I worked here in LA. It was at a spin studio. And my first morning, like five thirty or six in the morning, Jessica Alba comes in and she's like, Does someone have gum? Like I just get really dizzy, like on the bike. And I remember thinking to myself, like, holy shit. You were in Never Been Kissed. Like, I just saw right. that in my head where it's like, out of all the things Jessica Alba has done, <laughs> I was the most happy to be in the presence of someone who is in the movie Never Been Kissed. Because I just remember thinking she was the
0: coolest in that movie.
1: Also, Justice for Marley Shelton. I'm obsessed with Marley Shelton.
0: Oh, me too.
1: I saw her at a cafe once last year, and we, like, made eye contact, and she, like, politely smiled at me, and I wanted to be like, you need to know that I love you, and I'm, like, waiting for your comeback. But I didn't say that.
0: She's so iconic. She was so good in, um, uh, in Scream, or er, and she was so good in uh, in Grindhouse too.
1: Yes, and Sandlot and Warriors of Virtue—that weird, like, kangaroo, like, ninja movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> iconic. Yes.
0: She's another real good physical comedy girl. Yes. Um. Yeah, Drew's. There's a. There's so many bad Drew films that it's hard to like. There's so many Ranked great ones one. and so many bad ones. It's like the gray area is like there is none.
1: Totally. It's like, like aggressive ends of the spectrum. Like they're either amazing or like absolute crap.
0: Yeah. And like her and, um, her and Adam Sandler really overstayed their welcome as a little, as a, it's like enough. enough. I was going to say
1: that I'm like, I'm like repelled by an Adam Sandler rom-com. Like if he's the romantic lead, like it's like 1-800-I'm-not-interested,
0: whoa one thousand percent he makes me i'm like like i can't stand him me neither
1: i like the way he talks he's like "Ah." in spanglish like in spanglish (laughs) we're supposed to be like rooting for him and he's like being like a a good guy just is enough to drive you crazy (laughs) this is like a bad like christopher walken impression i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i remember in spanglish like I was supposed to think he was, like, just a nice dad who, like, had an indiscretion, and I'm like, listen, I know Taylor Leone is, like, insufferable in that movie, but it's like, you're still, like, cheating on your wife, and, like, that's not okay, like, emotionally.
0: You know, the only movie I've ever liked him in was, um, it was, like, I like Waterboy. I mean, mostly because of Kathy Bates, though, let's be honest. Right. Um, I like Big Daddy. Big Daddy's cute, and I like Punch Drunk Love because... I've I'm never
1: seen that movie.
0: Hello, Emo Boy. It's so good. <laughs> His only like really serious yeah i do i honestly i love i love when movies make me cry like i like seek out movies that i know will make me ugly cry when i'm alone
1: oh my god have you seen the movie onward it's like a disney movie i don't think so that movie like fucked me up at the beginning of the pandemic and like i just like 10 out of 10 would recommend
0: wait i'll write it in my notes No, right. Who knows?
1: Onward. Yeah, so good. I really, I've really been wanting to watch Stepmom lately. Like, sorry to bring it up again, but like, let's just bring it full circle to Julia. Like, she is so perfect in that movie.
0: Oh my God. She's so good. And her little wig.
1: Oh yes, her sassy little wig <laughs> and baby Jenna Malone just being like an asshole to her that whole movie. When Julie Roberts picks up the phone, she goes, What the fuck is your problem? And she goes, You <laughs> are my problem. <laughs> picks up the phone. And
0: Nobody is, like, like her.
1: No. No, you're right.
0: She's so good. Have you have you seen August or or uh, August wait? August Osage August County. August
1: Osage County? Yes. <laughs> Fun fact about best, august osage county. <laughs> yeah fun fact about august osage county that started as a chicago play at the steppenwolf theater and my dad is friendly with jeff perry and i got to like crash a rehearsal of it like before it ever premiered and then i got to see like the original run and then i remember when what? they made the movie and and yeah it was really cool it was like a formative moment for me but then i remember seeing the movie and just seeing like all the chicago actors who didn't make the cut and julia getting the lead and me being like whoa hollywood is a wild place <laughs>
0: holy shit and she like killed
1: it yeah oh my god yeah it's so good so good
0: another fun fact about august osage county is that it's where pioneer woman lives and me and my best friend katie have contemplated many times she's like from osage county and oh my god we've contemplated going there a bunch of times because she basically owns the town like because she's obviously the wealthiest person in the town she's like Wait, who's
1: rich.
0: Pioneer Woman? Oh, that's Reed Drummond. She's on the Food Network. Oh wow! <laughs> i
1: was like, am I supposed to know this person? Okay, keep going.
0: <laughs> well, no, she's just like this Gingy on the Food Network, and like, she's like, <laughs> uh, she's like the Ina Garden of women who budget shop. Like, Amazing. I don't know. She's just like a she's a cultural phenomenon amongst gals. I'm obsessed with her and she owns that that town basically. She's like a food network lady and she basically owns that little town and just builds shit that like like she's like has a monopoly on that in- on all of Osage because it's in the desert, wow. in the middle of nowhere and she can just build shit and then everybody has to shop at her places.
1: That sounds incredible. What a dream. I need to research this woman.
0: Oh my god, you would love the pioneer woman. She's iconic. <laughs>
1: You should go. You should visit. And then you should reenact all of Julia's scenes from August Osage County while you're visiting Osage. Eat the fish, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like she does. She's so good at swearing. It just makes her seem so cool. Like, it just sounds cooler coming out mm-hmm. of her face.
0: Yeah, like, all of her, the times that she swears in Aaron Brockovich, they, like, Make it a point to really, like, zoom in on her face when she's swearing. Because it's, like, yes. Julia's cussing.
1: Yes.
2: Um,
0: well, do you want to listen to these calls before we wrap up?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay, I am from Manchester, New Hampshire, which is where Adam Sandler is from. And uh, it's literally inescapable, the amount of fucking townies that will be, like... Uh, my hairdresser, she's his cousins with Adam Sandler, so, pretty cool. Like, that's nothing. He's nothing. Oh my god, Adam fucking Sandler, man. The bane of my existence in Manchester.
1: Oh my god, being haunted by Adam Sandler, not by choice. That sucks, Julia. I feel your pain.
0: And there's nothing worse, as somebody who grew up in a town where there's, like, like I grew up where LeBron is from, and I don't care Man, about... Where
1: did you grow up?
0: Um. Well, I grew up in a suburb off of Cleveland called Akron.
1: Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And LeBron is from here. And, like, I grew up seeing him a lot because he went to my rival high school. And I don't care about That's basketball, <laughs> So, yeah, we've been over this. Yeah, so it's like you know, having people be like, "Yeah, you know, LeBron." Um, I work at the uh, the pulp up there on uh, West Market, and uh, LeBron's mom came in and had a black <laughs> card. Yeah, pretty crazy. My friend said he saw LeBron in the car. I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: You're
0: like, mm-hmm. I was like, "Mm hmm." Like, Amazing. Um, <laughs> maybe we have some more messages from Julia.
2: I feel like you're either an INA girl or a Pioneer girl. I just had to say it. I'm an INA girl. Oh my God. I'm an INA girl as well.
0: Those are the rules. Like you either, that is the Food Network rule. You either gravitate towards the Pioneer woman, which is fine. Or you gravitate towards INA. I INA raised me.
1: Right. Here's the thing. I'm not, sorry, finish your thought.
0: No, I was just going to say she just lives inside my DNA.
1: Ina's, like, so comforting. Here's the, my issue with Food Network is, like, I get hungry. So, like, I have a hard time investing because I get pissed off that, like, I don't get to, like, eat the roast chicken, like, through the TV. So this is why I don't really, like, I dabble and, like, I know Ina, but, like, I, I can't really decide which kind of gal I am until I really delve into Pioneer Woman.
0: I get that. I don't have an immediate reaction where I'm, like, oh, I got to eat something right now, but it does affect what I'll eat later, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it sort of stays in my brain. Yes. Um, okay, let's finish up these messages.
2: Troy, one of my best friends grew up in Akron, and she, too, could not escape the amount of people saying they fucking knew LeBron.
0: It's <laughs> hilarious. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I went, to, um a couple years ago, I took a trip to New York to visit my friend. And mm-hmm. I go every year, but I, like, brought our other mutual friends too and they had never gone and i was like just so you know every single person that katie introduces us to is going to ask you about lebron and they're like oh why and i was like because like we were from akron and like they're going to ask you and it was literally like every single person was like wait do you know lebron wait so like okay tell me everything like what's he like so like is he just like walking around your town wait that's crazy so like Did he go to your high school? Oh, my God, that's crazy. So, like, wait. Like, fuck. Fuck.
1: You're like, you need to know that you're in the presence of a celebrity, the celebrity being me. So, why don't you fucking pay attention to me and ask me about myself, like a polite person.
0: I'm like, in 2001, Britney Spears made her appearance in our small town.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God, did she, though? That's amazing.
0: Well, she just toured here. (laughs)
1: Wow, that's incredible.
0: Um, Oh, wait, we have a call that I missed from earlier. I'm sorry. Leah, I'll play this one now. Um, Re the Family Stone. I'm really embarrassed to say that I just recently saw, like, the cover of the Family Stone poster for the first time, where it's, like, the person... Like with holding up their ring finger, and there's like an engagement ring on their finger, and it was not until I saw that poster that I realized that the family stone was a double entendre, referring both to the family (laughs) and the ring. (laughs) Well, I
1: love that poster. It's so simple.
0: It is. I know exactly what you're talking about as soon as you bring it up
1: right right also like wouldn't it be a red flag if like you were about to get engaged to someone and they like asked your sibling to like casually try the ring on like that would alarm me a little bit yeah (laughs) like maybe don't ask my sister to try the ring on
0: let's get your beautiful sister in here and see if it looks good on her hand
1: yeah Yeah. you fucking not
0: um well hannah thanks so much for doing this with me tonight i have to stop talking or i'm going to i don't know if you can tell I'm, like, gagging up a storm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a star. Thank you so much for having me on. This was truly just the utmost pleasure. I could talk about rom-coms or really anything with you until the end of time. So thank you so much for sharing this hour with me.
0: Of course. Thank you to everybody left in the room, all four people. And uh, talk to you later. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McEady, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew.